This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Earlier in the show, we were talking about the price of avocados. Oh, I know all you avocado lovers out there. This is very troubling news to hear that in the United States alone, the price of avocados has gone up 129% in the last year. They're blaming bad harvests in Mexico and California, and essentially it's put a big price squeeze on this very popular fruit. Yes, fruit, because it has a pit. Uh, So what are you going to do? If you love avocados, this is really costing you more money. A wholesale case of avocados in the United States is now selling for up to $100 US. That's up from $36 just a few months ago. So yeah, there's definitely some production problems there. However, when we take a look at groceries right now, avocados are not the only produce item that is end up going to costing you more. According to Canada's food price report, the average Canadian family can expect to spend $411 more on food in the year 2019. So this year, bringing their yearly total grocery bill to $12,157. And yes, that is thanks to more expensive fruit and vegetables, which by any measure of healthy eating, we should be having more of, right? We wanted to talk more about this. Joining us now is Professor Simon Samoji, who is the Errol Chair in the Business of Food at the University of Guelph. Thank you very much for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. So why are things getting more expensive? What, what, what's causing this problem? Well, one of the big problems we have in Canada is where we're geographically located. We're so far north, that means we can only produce uh, fruit and vegetables, particularly the fresh kind, in a very confined, small time of the year, which means that for most of the year, we have to import the fruits and vegetables that we need, and that's where things are getting expensive. Are there particular types of fruits and vegetables that are causing us the most headache? Well, you mentioned avocados before. That it's a it's a product that we have to get uh, from Mexico, uh, and the U.S. takes most of their production. And a lot of the troubles that have been happening politically in the U.S. have pushed that. But we've also seen not other imports and other issues impacting. So we've seen listeria and E. coli bacterial outbreaks in the U.S. And that meant that a lot of the lettuce that we get had been held back. Uh, Supplies got low. We've seen almost a 13% increase in the last year in lettuce. Uh, But we've also had problems close to home. Uh, We've had a very wet uh, fall last year, and that meant a lot of the root vegetables that we get from eastern Canada, places like PEI, places like New Brunswick, uh, got damaged, supply dropped. So we've seen crazy things like potatoes are up almost 20%. Carrots have been up almost 30% since the start of the year. So uh, we're really getting hit hard in the pocket when it comes to fruits and vegetables. That's so challenging for Canadian families, isn't it? Because here we are, we're supposed to be eating healthier. I think many Canadians want to do that, but it's becoming more expensive to do so. Definitely. I mean, we had the uh, new health uh, guide come out a few months ago yeah. and it showed the plate of food that we should be eating and half of it's pretty much fruit and vegetables which safe to say is unfortunately is getting more and more expensive you know there's ways we can fix that in a couple of ways we can start making fruits and vegetable production in greenhouses uh, more efficient uh, putting more investment from government funds into that and in private sector 
Um, but there's one there's one thing we can do as consumers. Fresh is good, but as we said, sometimes it's really expensive. So if you're short on cash, check out the frozen food aisle. There's fresh, oh, sorry to say, there's frozen vegetables and fruit that's nutritionally just as good. It mightn't taste as good, but um, it's a lot cheaper and uh, a lot better, as, as good as fresh sometimes. Yeah, why do you think that there is that reluctance? Because I've heard that from, you know, dietitians and nutritionists for years is that, listen, frozen is your next best option, but why do we shy away from that? <laughs> I think it all comes down to psychology and there's the saying, we shop with our eyes. And when we walk into a grocery store, we see the lovely piles of apples and oranges so and lettuce and we think it looks great. Um, and then when you think about a bag of frozen vegetables or you know carrots or peas it doesn't have the same sort of romantic um beautiful connotation that you'd have with the fresh stuff this also has this goes it explains part of our um problem that we have in eating blemished produce as well doesn't it uh, very much you know, the the grocery stores want to have the best stuff in the shop so that we will go out and buy it um and we talk about blemish produce, and we you know in a lot of cases it's, it's just as good as the stuff that looks perfect. It's just as nutritious. Um, but once again, consumers shop with their eyes and with their pockets. Now, if they see something that doesn't look as great but is a lower price, yeah, some of the, some people will take it. But people will always, when we when we're standing in front of the grocery section and we we see the fruit and vegetables sitting there, we always pick out the ones that look the best. Um, and it just comes down to psychology. You know, what's funny, Simon, about that is that like, I know exactly what you're saying. It's just psychology. I've been hearing this for years. Like we should look for the imperfect produce. That kind of, and yet when I go to the grocery store, I still find myself falling into that habit of looking for the best, whatever it is that I'm shopping for. Definitely. It's just the way we are as humans. And even though we tell people that uh, the blemish stuff is just as good. People don't always listen to arguments. So I talked about the new uh, Canada Food Guide that came out a few months ago. We did a study at, at the University of Guelph that, that showed that you know we've been told for decades to eat from the Food Guide, eat what the Food Guide p- provides to you. But, it, but our study showed that the Food Guide is the sixth most important source of nutritional information for Canadians. Um, so it's, we, we go out, we educate people, but sometimes the message just doesn't get across. Do we need to make more Canadian production a priority? Do we need to focus more on eating local produce as well? That's a tricky one. Without question, local produce is really important, but it's also very seasonal. And so that means for most parts of Canada, it's between May and October um, to November that we can eat local stuff and then we have to import the rest. So yeah, in season, check out the local stuff. Try to go to farmer's markets. Now, farmer's markets aren't the cheapest thing if you're on a budget, but you know there is local stuff. I think the government needs to also think a little bit more about this. We've just seen the federal government release uh, an idea of a food policy for Canada and a lot of the discussion there is around uh, promoting healthy eating, uh, helping Indigenous communities uh, become food secure. But not a lot of discussion is about producing food here. And the simple fact is if we're going to produce more food here, we've got to find ways to be able to produce it, say, indoors, in greenhouses, um, 
and putting research and development money around genetics of fruits and vegetables that will do better uh, in those environments so that we can have a situation where we're having to import less fruit and vegetables and being able to grow it more here. Right. So we need to rethink this, not just assuming that, oh, we can eat avocados as much as we want because we just bring them up from Mexico. It's true. You know, I think for some fruit and vegetables, we're always going to have to get them from elsewhere. I think avocados is the classic example Um, and citrus as well. Um, You know, those types of things, we just don't have the environment for it. Um, And even you can't really grow those indoors because they're big trees and that doesn't work in in greenhouses and and the like. So we are always going to have to be importing some fruits and vegetables. All right, but in the meantime, though, it sounds like, Simon, Canadian families should brace themselves to spend a little bit more money next year. Brace yourself. We, we, we saw, a, we predicted in our, our uh, food price report, a 3.5% increase for this year, and it's tracking at about 3.5%. Um, let's just hope that we don't have more bad weather, slowing down supply, increasing price. And as we talked about before, if price is too much, check out the frozen aisle. In a lot of cases, it's just as good. All right, I'm going to do that. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you. That is Professor Simon Simoji, who's the ERL chair in the business of food at the University of Guelph.